Hello, Brad here. Just to say we're super proud that the Friday 5pm podcast is sponsored by the Malt Miller, the UK's best home brew store. We use the Malt Miller for all of our homebrew experiments, as well as tapping them up for advice and binging on their awesome YouTube channel all the time. That's why whenever we release a homebrew video, we put a recipe kit live on the Malt Miller, so you can brew with the exact same amazing ingredients that we did. The same ingredients used by pro brewers. So alongside the Malt Miller's nitro-flushed hops, cold-stored yeast and milled-to-order malts, you can pick up recipe kits for our Five Points Best Bitter, Russian River West Coast IPA, and now the fastest beer in the world, a hazy session IPA that goes from grain to glass in less than 48 hours. Sign up to their newsletter at tinyurl.com forward slash maltmiller to get 5% off your first order. With the Malt Miller's amazing customer service and Johnny's 48-hour recipe, you could order the ingredients on a Monday and be drinking the beer by the weekend. Speaking of which, it's Friday. It's 5pm. So enjoy this week's Friday 5pm podcast. Hey Biggies, welcome back to the Weekly Bubble. It's Friday, it's 5pm and hopefully there's a beer in your hand. Is there a beer in your hand, Brad? Oh, hell no. I've just had some Cocoa Pops, Johnny. This is, I think I might have had Cocoa Pops last week as well. Becoming, I love that you're um, embracing the, the, the childish. I mean, uh, we did pastry stouts this week and I'm pretty sure that the Cocoa Pops are probably less sweet. Yeah, I just, I just, I've had a weird couple of days. I just, I, I seem to have a lot of weird days after we've had these, uh, these podcast conversations, but literally I've just come in from having a confrontation with a man who was parking his uh, little scooter illegally outside my property. And I just said to him, mate, this is private uh, property, you can't park here. And he basically threatened to kill me. So that was really not fun. Um, life so life just happens to some people, that. doesn't it? Nothing like that uh, ever happens to me. I think it's because you live in a nice part of town, Johnny. I live in Catford, you live in Kentish town. Uh, well, n- now all the nutters are going to come for me. Thanks. <laughs> hey, they uh, they don't know whereabouts you live. Uh, no, it's a no, big that's, place, Kenneth. That's true. I mean, give place. it time and you'll announce it, but they don't know it yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well once I learn your home address, <laughs> then I'll announce it. I know it by sight, but being dyslexic, I can't actually remember the 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 name, the number, or the name of the building. So you're safe. You're basically safe. There we go. Unless Thank God. They invent a sort of um, matrix-style interface into my brain, in which case you're screwed because I remember everything, just not names, just not names and numbers, just everything else. So nothing of any use whatsoever. But uh, this is explaining is quite a lot about our relationship. Um, oh, yeah. I'm a lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> you said it. Uh, so this week we, yeah, like I said, we were doing pastry stouts. So we've been doing a couple of hype trains because we've had uh, basically Johnny's cupboards are bursting uh, and fridge, I should say, if it's IPA, bursting uh, with ridiculously rare beer. Uh, and we thought we should start using these and get them out there and and, and share the knowledge and, and share the pastry batter, which is what we did this week with Cycle. Um, it's the first hype train we've done where a we have been genuinely disappointed and b yeah. where the comments have all been like yeah this isn't good stuff like yeah so, <laughs> so there's clearly lots of misinformation out there um i think we must have got off at the wrong stop or something johnny the um, wrong on the old on the train we got off at the wrong stop at when we went to cycle maybe maybe Sounds we like picked we the wrong have... days of the week i just think we were we were maybe we were a bit late to the hype 
But it sounds like it's not as hypey as we thought it was yeah, supposed it does, to be. Yeah, it does seem that way. Um, but, I mean, to be fair, the second one we had, I thought, was was pretty good. Like, overly sweet, but, yeah. like, nice balance, nice flavours. The first yeah, one, um, we mm. didn't put it in the video, but, like, our lips afterwards were coated in sugar. Like, it yeah. was like we'd been eating a donut. I've, I felt like a sort of, like a, a seabird that had been covered in glistening oil that was going to kill me. Uh, <laughs> that was the, the syrupy nature of the first one. Yeah. It was it was it was way too slick for me. Yeah, too slick, um, Rick. <laughs> um, mm. Yeah, so we we didn't love the cycle ones. We thought that the the angry chair beer that we had, we did hype train a couple of months ago. Ooh. That was a delicious beer, even though it was a more. It sounded on the surface of it like more nonsense. Like it was it was a Banoffee and <laughs> coffee imperial stout, I think. And it was delicious and balanced and like had flavours of banana and rich roast and it was bitter on the finish and it was beautiful. Um, and then just down the road at Cycle, they're making um, what somebody in the comments called uh, diabetes in a bottle. I like I like that sort of cultural reference. Do you know that <laughs> video? The man that's like, I am, I've got diabetes or whatever he says. Yeah. He says like a really weird accent. I don't know, some American accent. Uh, it's like a meme thing, isn't it? Anyway... Um, it, it smelled delicious the first one. It smelled yeah. like chocolate and vanilla ice cream. Yeah, that was the one that was, that was vanilla on vanilla, right? Yeah, like double double vanilla. Double vanilla. DDV double vanilla, mini mini vanilla, um, <laughs> which we had no clue what that threw us. It threw me definitely because I, I, in the back of my mind, I thought it's definitely not a fucking tree, and I remember it being one of the most expensive substances. Uh, in the world, like for for its weight, vanilla pods. Um, yeah, and it turns out it's I part of a think, flower. Yeah, it's it's an orchid, right? So yeah. we had a comment from Leon DJ, who came with the knowledge, and he told us it uh, vanilla comes from an orchid flower. Um, there, you go. there you go. And then uh, Casey Abraham chipped in. And he said, yeah, it's like a sort of vine, not a tree or a bush. And he sent me the Wikipedia link, which was very kind of him. So <laughs> Casey Abraham, I really appreciated that. Yeah, um, come you know, come I, for the beer nerds and stay for the yeah. horticultural knowledge. Do you know who we've got to thank for vanilla? <laughs> um, I mean, the flowers. <laughs> Apart what, from obviously nature. Yeah. But I mean, what, okay, what lost civilization should we be high-fiving? This, the Aztecs. this blew my mind. The freaking Aztecs, yes. Yes. Why, why should we just be read thanking... that? Or... Because they, cultiv- they cultivated the orchids. They liked the look of the orchids. They cultivated them. They, right. weren't, they weren't necessarily pollinating them, but they were cultivating them. Maybe, then... maybe the Aztec gold that no one ever found. Maybe it was just vanilla. Just vanilla pods. Yeah. Yeah. Um... There was a Spanish conquistador called Hernan, well, Cortez, who's incredibly famous, who's credited with with both uh, bringing back chocolate and vanilla pods to to Europe. If he invented strawberries, then he's got the entire Neapolitan range. That's it. That's it, right? (laughs) Who knew? Cortez. Who knew? Who knew? Cortez. I wonder how he'd feel knowing that now we just put tons of it into imperial stouts that we don't fully ferment. (laughs) Um, I think he'd probably be slightly upset, and I imagine were they were they big boozers, the conquistadors, or were they kind of like more puritanical 
type uh, guys. They, they, they were, were Catholic, spreading so they were Catholic pretty hardcore partiers, shit, I think. Yeah. Oh, they, really? Drinking from gold. Yeah, drinking drinking communion wine from gold goblets and um. Ah, ballers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They, they weren't were, the Puritans. They, were, they knew how to party. Okay, okay. They they obviously. I mean, we all know the conquistadors were were terrible on the the native folk and yeah, basically destroyed all these civilizations by giving them the pox and whatever else they might have distributed amongst the people. And just murder not as to, well. Like and <laughs> and horrendous murder, yeah. 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 Yeah, but at least oh, we've got well. vanilla and chocolate, so you know It's not all bad then, eh? Silver silver lining. <laughs> gold lining. Oh god. Oh my god. <laughs> um yes, yeah, so uh yeah, the first hype train where we've been properly disappointed, but look look at the content gold we've got out of it, Brad. It's not all bad. Um no. So the rest of the week's been pretty exciting as well. Not specifically on the channel, um, but I uh, I got embroiled in a in a huge Twitter argument. Um, they do happen. Um, Go on. But basically around the Portman Group. So anybody who's not from the UK or doesn't know, the Portman Group is the industry regulator of how breweries and beers can be marketed. Um and they're an industry reg- regulator basically saying, we want to regulate ourselves because otherwise the government will come in and put in legislation which we won't have control over uh, and could be pretty um, draconian, like we've seen with cigarettes, you know, plain packaging, stuff like that. Um, so that's how the Portman Group justifies its existence. But it's sponsored by the big guys, the big brewers. Um, and I'm not saying... Lots of people think there's a conspiracy there that they're against craft. I don't buy that. I've met them. I've done a podcast with them. I've consulted with them. Um, and I don't think that they're biased. They're just awful at what they do. <laughs> um, so they uh, came down hard on a brewery called Lost and Grounded, who make delicious lager. They sure do. Um, for their um, their designs being too childish and appealing to children. And this is all based on a code which they consult on every four years and it gets updated. But in the code, basically, despite alcohol, you know, you have to look over 25 and be over 18 to buy it. Uh, it's always in the certain aisle in the supermarket, um, and it's significantly more expensive than anything a child could afford. Despite that, they thought that because there was a cartoon tiger on the label, it was encouraging kids to drink, um, right. which caused you know fury uh, on Twitter. Um, and then uh, uh, the M- the local MP for Lost and Grounded in Bristol met with the Portman group and had a go at them. Matt Curtis went down and had a go at them. Um, I did several tweets that had a go at them because about a year ago, they, no, it must have been more than a year ago, they let Heineken put a gun on their label. Um, And yet putting a a cartoon tiger is a no-go. They also banned uh, Purity Brewing's Lawless Lager because they said that putting Lawless on a can might encourage people (laughs) to break the law. Wow. But a gun's okay. okay. So these these guys are definitely not conquistadors, are they? They'd be all about the guns, whereas these guys are more puritanical than that. <laughs> that's that's an interesting link to make, yeah. Ah, trying to do a very awkward callback there. <laughs> um so yeah, they're pretty Puritan. Uh and uh, But but I... like like you say, it's nonsensical. It's like it's not it's not a fucking child's thing because it's got a tiger on the front of it. Yeah. Beer should be joyful, it should be fun. Uh you know, beer can and 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 an artwork on on um bottles, that's the new record sleeves. That's our record sleeves for our generation. 
all the best designers want to do beer can designs. Yeah, hundred percent. So you know, like to 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 be able to say you can't sell that because it's got that on is is bullshit censorship, and it's it's ridiculous because, like you say, kids aren't going to drink it because of that. I mean, there's a whole frigging Alcopop market, which, why aren't they going after them? I mean, that stuff tastes like Fizzy Pop. Yeah. So, why isn't that more of a problem? A child's palate. I can remember trying beer when I was very young and thinking, this is absolutely horrendous. I'm never going to drink this. Way too bitter. Kids are not going to be drinking that. Um you know, it's it's a ridiculous argument that they that they would they would say because of a tiger you can't sell it. Um, yeah. You know, and the, the 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 fact that they put a gun on something else is incredibly insensitive to. And, uh, and it's they put the gun on it because it was James Bond, and you're like, if I could think of somebody who would encourage irresponsible drinking, it would like James yes. Bond is like the person you'd go for. Well, he he downs a load of martinis and then shoots people. That's his mode of sleeps with all different girls. Yeah, and is, is a uh, fucking womanizer. <laughs> yeah, basically from the from the Ian Fleming ones, he's he's an alcoholic misogynist womanizing murderer. Yeah, he's just he's murderer as well. Yeah, on top. Yeah, I mean, so he does look quite cool though. But you know. well, yeah, but that's that's <sighs> the thing. They're making it look cool, and I think that's grossly yeah. irresponsible compared to putting a tiger on a label. Um, Who doesn't love a tiger? Eh? I mean, I know, t- right? tigers, right? Tigers are pretty deadly too, though, aren't they? I wouldn't want to. You could use a tiger as a weapon. Uh, to be, to be fair, you, yeah. you could, but you know. But this one's quite cuddly looking. It Which one look like would you tiger. rather face? Would you rather have a fight with James Bond or a tiger? I choose James Bond because yeah, I know clearly. if I fight a tiger, I'm going to die because the thing is about five times my weight. And um, and I feel like you might be gonna... able to run away from James Bond. I mean, not everyone I... succeeded in that, as the films will attest. I could maybe charm him or something. Or, <laughs> You'd seduce or I him, could offer you? him a drink. We could offer him a drink. We could say, yeah. James, I know you like martinis, but have you tried this delicious uh, impy stout? Or, <laughs> with a tiger on you know, it. <laughs> with a tiger on it. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. You're going to love it. Please yeah. don't shoot me in the face. I bet Bond likes um, tigers. Oh, has, yeah. he, has he ever been you attacked by one in one of the films? Um, he's been attacked by a giant Komodo dragon. He has. I yeah. remember that. Yeah. Um, what else has he been attacked? And he'd been by? drinking sure... before that as well. I feel like he's punched a snake in the face, or is that that John Claude Van Damme definitely does that in a film? I think he I just does like that on James a daily Bond basis. That's one. just that's just a hobby for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that that's burned in my my memory forever. John Claude punching a snake in the face. That's that's quality nonsense. Absolute nonsense. No way you could punch a snake in the face. They'd move. Yeah, I mean that that's talented, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm daring. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah it's good. Yeah. He, yeah. Anyway, I get. I've, I've totally <laughs> diverted as unlikely. usual. I know, right? It's so unusual. Yeah. Um, what have we got coming up next week, Johnny? We've got some exciting stuff happening, haven't we? Yeah, we've got a got a big old week. Um, so we're we're our next video we're, that we're filming on Monday is all about barley wine, um, and then we go off to Seba, uh, Seba's annual conference, Beer X, uh, where we're presenting the awards to the, the the beer businesses of the year and the brewers of the year. Um, terrified, Johnny. I'm absolutely terrified. You, we're, we're just we're just putting you on the techie desk don't worry about it yeah you can, you can chip in when yeah. you've got got something to say about okay. tigers or jean-claude van damme okay um right. 
And then after after that conference, uh, we're going to Glen Affric, one of our Patreons, and we're going to be brewing an Imperial Stout with them. It's exciting, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, big I boy Stout. Wow. A big, big old Stout. I won't give away the recipe. Like We'll save that for the video. But some of it will be going straight into can after fermenting. Some of it will be going into barrel. So it's going to be a really exciting thing. We've never, never brewed uh, an Imperial Stout. I've never brewed an Imperial Stout, let alone in, in collaboration with a commercial brewery. Um, and I've never put anything in barrel, so it's going to be two big, big moments for us. Milestones, indeed. Um, wow. So yeah, what that video will be, will be out uh, in a couple of weeks. So we're going to wait. Uh, we all, we we know that when we do collabs uh, and the video ends without us actually tasting the beer, that's super frustrating. So we're going to wait. Yeah. Wait that. Wait until the beer's ready, and then release that video once we've tasted it and once we know. Uh, that it's good, and of course we'll try and get the recipe for you guys, so that if you ever wanted to make it, you can. Um, so yeah, so so that's coming up uh, in the next week, along with BRX. If you're at BRX and you see us, come say hey. Um, we'll be out at uh, Glen Affric, I think, uh, are doing a little party, and Dead Crafty are having a North Beer takeover, so we'll definitely be there. Uh, well, probably talking about Tigers, Jules Van Dam, and and. Um, <laughs> And the Portman group. Oh yeah, of course. Oh, I've got we've got loads more nonsense to discuss with anyone who might want to come and say hello. So yeah. uh, so little time, always, so much nonsense to like get through. So do come say hello. Ending an ear. Ah, oh yeah, lovely yeah. stuff. Cool. Lovely well, stuff. that's that's it from uh, from this week's Friday five pm. If you want to ask any questions or appear on the podcast, send us to uh, craftbeerboys at gmail dot com. Uh, any recordings or questions you might have, and we will put it on the podcast uh, the next week that we have an available slot. And otherwise, yeah, make sure you check out our video all about the Cycle Imperial Stouts, which we filmed at our friends Caps and Taps uh, in Kentish Town, which is where I live. Thanks, Brad. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll see you next week for a, a bunch of barley wine. Uh, make sure you follow our Instagram at Craft Beer Channel, where we'll be talking about the Imperial Stout as we do it. And guys, one more thing. We love you. If you've got any spare sovereigns, any of those conquistador dollars left, <laughs> uh, doubloons, whatever they were called, any support you can give us on our Patreon keeps the lights on, keeps us in um, underpants. Uh, not a lot else because we, we don't make a lot out of this. It's just, more, just to clarify, we don't just spend Patreon money on pants and electricity we've, bills. We've we... never we've <laughs> never spent it on... All we spend it on is beer, isn't it, Johnny? And travelling. Beer and travel, beer. yeah. Yeah, we that, reinvest everything you give us into beer and traveling to drink beer. So if you want to propel us in our mission to an early grave, no, <laughs> not an early grave, but having great time and sharing beer experiences with you, please contribute to our Patreon. You'd there we go. Mean I'm, the world to us. I'm glad we let you do the Patreon pitch this week. You nailed it. <laughs> <laughs>